1: Spin the Rally pod back for another episode. And believe it or not, we do... Prepare for every one of these podcasts with a very carefully drawn out plan of action. And who knows, today may be the day that we follow those stage notes, but I wouldn't bank on it. I'm Lisa O'Sullivan, a humble Rally fan, and in the company of the esteemed David Evans, who's senior writer at Dirtfish.com, former team boss George Donaldson, and Dirtfish.com's very own special voice of Rally, Colin Clark. Now, It's great to be back with you guys. But before we get on to any kind of rally conversation, there's one hot topic we do have to touch on. George Donaldson, I understand since the last episode, you have been allowed out of lockdown in
2: Scotland. Yeah, we were allowed a little bit out, a short distance. Fortunately, I live a, a, a short distance from some interesting features. So I went out and did some canoeing. Water sports are allowed. Have they, have and, they, let,
3: have they let your legs out, George? <laughs> unfortunately,
2: unfortunately, there was no directive <laughs> against not wearing shorts.
0: Yeah, because that's was, common sense, George. That's
2: common yeah, sense. That would be <laughs> well. so, common sense disappeared on the twenty fourth of of March, unfortunately. So hang on, let's just just let's
1: pause this for a second, George. You've been in yeah. lockdown for how many months? You're that, naturally quite yeah. pale skinned. Yes. Some might say blue. Yes and you decide to launch yourself into Scottish midsummer straight into shorts.
0: Water included. On, on the water. On water, <laughs> on water, on water,
2: on a canoe, on a canoe. How on, the that river, bad? on the river Tay for seven hours. <laughs> oh, George,
0: <laughs> I George, I can feel the heat.
2: I have massively blistered legs. And you know what's really interesting oh. was I didn't realise this. Uh, but I was in at work yesterday, and I had to wear shorts going in, so I was getting laughed at. <laughs> but when you when you go into work into our office, well, into our office and and workshops, the um, you get your temperature taken every time. So they do skin temperature. So he did a skin temperature on 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 my, my head, like you always do. It's like thirty one degrees or whatever it is. He did my legs above the burn. And, and it went off well, it was, the charts. No, no, it was twi- 29 degrees there, down onto the burn, and it was 34 and a half. Oh! I had no idea that there was such a massive difference. I didn't realise that some well, burn bits are hotter. Apart from the big red
0: hotter. blisters, George. Well, the big red blisters, it
3: looks like it would be hotter, but... I didn't realize it was physically hotter. Could you so today, right now George could you be a stunt double for somebody in Chernobyl 2 for example? Exactly uh, <laughs> sorry is that Not that that,
2: that is that's is slightly inappropriate sorry. because that, that was horrendous but if yeah, you focus true. just on if you if you focus just on one bit of my legs it is pretty horrendous right across where my kneecaps were where it's all now swollen to death Ooh, this is 4 George. days ago now guys oh, I've got I've got massive Series of water blisters on my George, leg. George, George, on George, George. Right its much the same, a little bit oh. smaller, oh, and they are very, very tender over such a small area, literally just either side of my knee. Are and you going to
3: tweet tweet it's... a picture, George?
2: Have no, absolutely send... no way, no way. I don't have athletic <laughs> legs, apparently, according, this... according to one of my colleagues at work, who's a football coach. <laughs> if we carry on much like
1: this, George, these are going to have to—they're going to have to go out with an advisory.
0: On Listen, this it's upset people. This adult
2: adult content only or something yeah.
1: like George, that. George, I
0: am no. so surprised, George, because you know you and I have travelled together an awful lot over the years.
2: And Colin, and you know how religious
0: I am religious, with suntan
3: and preserving. Absolutely
0: yes. religious. Colin, where's your hat? Colin, where's your hat? How, how can you possibly yeah. go out in the heat without a hat? No, no, you know? no. no all
3: that's that's all true, Colt. But I've got to bring us all <laughs> back to one central problem here, and it's the <laughs> yeah. sunshine. Yes. And I've always said it. <laughs> oh, nice
2: try, David. Nice try. No, Colin, complete stupid. I was excited to get out on the canoe. I was just excited to get out. The suntan lotion was lying there in the house and we forgot it. Uh, and we didn't it. even realise we'd forgotten it until lunchtime. And we actually stopped, for anyone that knows Scotland at all, take a look at a photograph of uh, the the a bridge over the River Tay at a place called McClure, spelled, I think it's M E I K. L-O-U-R, McClure is how it's pronounced.
0: Beautiful place. Uh,
2: famous, famous beach hedge that's there. But anyway, there's a beautiful bridge which I think was built in about 1750. And it's never had very much done to it apart from had concrete around the base. Now, normally, the uh, the River Tay as a river in UK, in, in the United Kingdom, uh, has more flow in it, apparently, than all the other rivers in England put together. I find that hard to believe until you sit there on it and look at it, and you realise just how much water is going through. As usual, I did it.
0: I did. George, it, George, I I'm ta- a- can I tell you something, George. You spend Stunk way on. too much time thinking about things like that, and oh, not enough it. time I thinking it. about. Common Sometimes. sense things like long yeah, trousers, Suntan lotion, well, all those things. But anyway, so George, we feel anyway, we feel for you, we really do. But do. Any- George, you, know you should mean? have known better.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: anyway, so I got burnt to death. King of sunscreen usually. I I'm disgusted with you <laughs> this time around. But let's get on to the rally news. Let's get on to the rally news because uh, we've, we've got big news, really, um, from New Zealand across the globe. They've declared themselves COVID-free, but it's come far too late for the rally. We're not going to have Rally New Zealand this year. Uh, and it looks like GB could be about to be called off as well. I noticed on the Dirtfish.com website, David, it's when, not if, we're going to lose GB. But let's talk about New Zealand first.
3: Well, yeah, i I'm not entirely sure, you know. The of course they are COVID free, coronavirus free now. But it, you know, part of the ongoing process of, of remaining coronavirus free is that they keep their borders shut. You know, they are an, an, an enclosed island somewhere in the South Pacific, uh, and as long as they don't let anybody in, uh, they will remain coronavirus free. So it's great, you know. It it was it was always going to be very very difficult for the rally to go ahead. Uh, because it, it involves a huge travelling circus um, of diseased Europeans uh, heading down there. Um, and, you know, I, uh, to be quite honest, you absolutely cannot blame them um, for for postponing... Um, I'm not this, here. This, it's not for me. It's in- not for me.
0: Not in, David. Is that you? call
3: Colin. Whished your noise.
0: we gone back Gollum. to the
2: 19th century? Oh, oh,
0: good Lord, it just won't stop.
2: Hang on a sec. <laughs>
1: You know that just sums up everything i thought about David Evans. He really lives <laughs> in the nineteenth <19th> century, doesn't
2: <laughs> he? he Darby He has to stand at the wall and speak
3: to the phone with a little earcock
2: on his ear.
1: Did you, say, did, you,
2: did you just say? Did you just say
3: Darby
1: I did. Are you a, you're
3: a uh, all creatures, great and small. I am. Oh, fabulous.
0: <laughs> yeah. fabulous. Me too, me too. The, me too. I, I read, them, I read all. them all when I was younger. <laughs> I have to say,
3: when, when the children first um, started, when they were at home uh, for Can we talk lockdown, about rallies, please? Just, just no, one I thing, want to hear this just story. When, when oh. <laughs> every lunchtime, every lunchtime, we would ha- uh, have our sandwiches as a special treat uh, in the sitting room, and we watched some uh, all yeah. creatures, great and small, because oh. that was my youth. When I, when I sat with my mother yeah. I used to come back from wherever
0: <inaudible>
3: uh. <inaudible> I didn't like the characters
2: on the TV I didn't like the characters on the TV the TV uh, how, could you, well. how
3: could you object to Siegfried Siegfried Tristan, was okay Siegfried,
2: oh. Siegfried was okay um Tristan uh, he was okay yes. I didn't I didn't like I didn't like the James Herriot character I thought no, he was I'm stiff I'm, I'm I thought
3: he was a bit s- stiff, a bit stiff. I could I could see really? a bit of Siegfried in, in you there, George, actually. A real Siegfried. Not much rallying action. Though, do, do you know, going, so. David, do you know when that? I was at
0: school? Do you know when What's I was at school, um when I was about sixteen, I uh you had to go to the career's office obviously and you had to put down what you were going to be. I was going to be a vet when I was really? sixteen. Yeah, I never quite mastered chemistry, unfortunately. Biology, I was quite good at, surprisingly. I, I can see you with your hand
3: delving <laughs> <Yeah>. deep.
0: Because they dropped Yeah, yeah, N- Never yeah. quite managed it, but there we go. But, but I did once. <laughs> can I tell you? Can I tell this you? This conversation that
2: I did... needs to move very quickly <laughs> no, 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 before no, no. I say something I that's once, completely wrong, on. guys. It's on its way. Here it comes,
0: George. <laughs> no, but I have to tell you. I've just finished this story very quickly. I did once deliver a longhorn calf. I did. Genuinely, she was beautiful. Got me into a lot of trouble, but I did do that once. That's a story for another day. <laughs>
2: yeah. That now nice sounds, said... nice sounds like you were doing something you really shouldn't have been doing, Colin.
0: And <laughs> yes, the cow wasn't should...
2: even pregnant. <laughs> Not,
3: I shouldn't. I, shouldn't no, I really in. think we should move on.
2: <laughs> 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 Told Not you, I couldn't
1: Darby help vibe. myself, yeah. it was going to come on. New Zealand. New Zealand. 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 She's East Europeans.
3: So So, yeah, essentially. I, you know, it, it was never going to happen, was it? If we're no. completely brutally honest, and you look at uh, the, the moves that they're they're making to towards the Americas Cup, you know, the biggest money spinner in in all of New Zealand, um, and they haven't opened the doors to let the teams come in yet for the, for the Americas Cup, which is a, it's worth millions and millions, and and if they're willing to sacrifice that event, which quite quite rightly they are. Uh, Well, I don't know, quite rightly for America's Cup, I'm not sure if they can just postpone that for a year. But apparently, and obviously, sport has to take second place right now. And that's how New Zealand has got to the status of of COVID free. And that's how it's going to stay that way. And we have to just suck it up and hopefully go back there next year.
0: But I think that's the encouraging thing, isn't it, David? You know, we all thought this was a one-off opportunity. It was, it was almost a stopgap, wasn't it, for Rally Australia? The, the promoter, various people weren't happy with Coff's Harbour. Yeah. Political difficulties in finding another venue in Australia that was was suitable to everyone. So okay, well, New Zealand they want it for a year. We'll go to New Zealand. We'll come back in 2021 to Australia. But but the, the good news is, it does look as if we will get New Zealand next year, uh, all being well. Colin, Joanne, what, and, what's the
2: format? What format were they using? Which What route were they taking? Were they based down in the harbour in, in Auckland? Yeah. Again? Oh, they, in they were, were because the America's Cup was going to be there. Where were they no, going they, to base it? They were,
0: they, were, they were based, were they not, south of the airport or somewhere around the airport, and, and they were going oh. to use of uh, the We used to be based, the it, to be based out
2: there. It was an absolutely awful event. It was a <laughs> Was that it? Was the Airport Travel Lodge? Used okay, to well I, I might stack, be wrong, I might, I
0: might, George. I'm very sorry. I might, I might be wrong, David. <laughs> where, where do you think it was based? I thought You're it was be- it,
3: it was downtown Auckland, but you've now oh, got I- me questioning that. Uh, and right. of course, we never actually saw a route. Um, hmm. But it was it was my understand understanding was that it was they were using some uh, Auckland tourism, New Zealand tourism cash to essentially showcase new zealand again ahead of the america's cup we were running in september they were in they were in march now my concern was immediately if we ran over into next year into a september date in 2021 what's the point of showcasing the america's cup when it's been and gone and it's not coming back potentially for another three years so i put that question to the to the organizers and they said no we have an allocated budget which we can carry over to next year. See, the the good thing about this is if there is a you know a silver lining to this particular cloud, uh, it, it is that it buys everybody time um to, to sort everything out in, in Australia. That's news to me, Cole, that they've they've got something up and running for next year. I think we'll we'll no, go no, back no. to No that
0: was no sorry David. No, I, I maybe wasn't quite clear what I said there. That was the initial plan wasn't it was to get it up and running for next year uh you know there's absolutely yeah. nothing concrete yet from australia no, no they, and they're I, working very hard and they it are looks a lot more positive than it did six months ago but you know there's nothing concrete yet from australia
3: it, it does look more promising and you know there's there's talk of this Pathurst event and, and all manner of things and there's talk of us going back to Coffs harbour again but Crucially, it buys us that extra year for everybody to just settle down, go back to New Zealand in 21 and then look to go back to Australia in 2022. The same can definitely be said for Wales in that this would buy us another year um, for the for motorsport uk to potentially look for another region for us to go to we know that Mm -hmm. the that the investment from the welsh government is on a sliding scale it's it's really not a lot compared to what it was when they first started 20 years ago uh and they they need money to supplement that welsh investment so we're in what would have been year two of a three-year deal this year um so you know, ha- having that extra twelve months, it means that the Motorsport UK commercial types can go away, go and talk to Scotland, to Northern Ireland, to Yorkshire, to the Northwest, the East, everybody, and see if we can find a new way to run our event. Can Sounds I ask you like a
1: question? If we're in year two of a three-year deal, is that money still spent? Derby 8.5? five.
0: <laughs> That's a little bit more modern, isn't it, than Derby? It's a
1: bit more modern. <laughs> is that me? <laughs>
0: That's me I'm sorry so I can't even do anything about it I'll just have to That's ring fine. out we'll just, I'm really we'll move sorry
3: on. we'll
1: move on the, the, so so is that money is that money available for it, next
3: year or is it spent It's very very complicated Lisa I'm sure it's not to the people in the know but you see there was this there was this pause um Uh, element of the contract, wasn't it? this clause where they could take a year out from from being in Wales and the Welsh government was happy for, there was a huge amount of talk about it going to Belfast uh, and to Northern Ireland, the Circuit of Ireland was coming back and the idea was that Wales would run in one year, then it would pause. So, say Wales ran in nineteen, in twenty we would go to Belfast, in twenty one we would come back to Wales. And the anticipation was that the twenty one money would be year two money, so the money would be would still be there. I don't know uh, how that will how that will work and how it will play out under these very different circumstances. But there is that ability to pause. Um, and how long you can pause and then come back to Wales well I don't know. It's possible we could go to another part of Britain for three years and then come back to Wales. Um, but it, I think it's probably quite optimistic to expect that year mm. two money would still be waiting for you three or four years down the line uh, when you've been in Yorkshire or, or somewhere else mm. for, for three years. It's
2: complicated. It'll be really boring here. I'll be really boring. I'll say it again. Nobody's got any money. In case anybody yeah. didn't notice, nobody's going to have any money. That's, that's well, the thing you it's it not, it's not, George,
0: it's not, it's not 100% true, because what we've always known, in, uh, you know, when you look at any sort of financial crisis in the past, you know, there are organisations, particularly government organisations, who have money to spend to stimulate the economy. And that's sure. where, sure. in sure some ways, this. that's where rallying is... In a slightly better... There, perhaps, there's an awful, a lot about is, rallying. George, there's, a, there's a lot about rallying which makes it very, very difficult in these times. But what what in some ways works for us is that we are appealing to, in particular, to tourism authorities, to local governments, li- because, because, li- because we I do agree. showcase. And they will need to showcase. They will need to get people back. New Zealand will need to get people coming back again when they open their borders, as will Australia New South Wales, as will Wales and Northern Ireland. So that money... I suspect you will find it if you if you tap yeah. in the right people. I it's know, not the, easy. I but mean, and all these it.
2: rallies are all these rallies are already obviously tapped into these these uh, these organisations. It's just that, just in case you hadn't noticed, that the government has like you know all the governments have just spent ludicrous amounts of money, and they're going to have to spend ludicrous amounts more kickstarting it.
3: But, that, um, but we, um, that's we'll be under that a, huge of,
2: a huge amount of scrutiny. The the whole thing will be under, you know.
3: And that's the we, irony. We an awful
2: lot. Of, you know, I, mean, I hate to be the harbinger, but, you know, honestly.
3: That, this is the irony of this situation, isn't it? That it, it is actually the fact that Rally GB has a regional government as a as a principal backer that's probably nobbled it for, or certainly helped to nobble it for this year. When you look at those quotes that came out of the, the First Minister at the weekend saying, no, you know, we, we will not have tourists coming here. We're not going to open our hotels. We're not going to open um whatever when you're not opening hotels you cannot conceive running um a, a rally although having said that you know we're so close to chester everybody could just jump over nah, the border yeah, exactly. and, and i think you'll, and stay I think you'll in
2: England. find it i think you'll find it'll be a very few select banks and uh and um liquidators that own everything at the end of all this you know there'll yeah. be no private ownership left everyone will be cleaned out I mean, every every day I'm reading about hotels and tourist things. Just actually, you know, they're, they've been trying to maintain some sort of equilibrium during this period, and now they're just realising no, they're knackered, and they're going out of business. Another six hotels this weekend away, I think. The, all the we're hydro hotels to, in Scotland all away now.
1: We're going to have to wait and see how that pans out, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we know that GB, as you've put it on the website, and as I've mentioned, David, a question of. When, not if it's going to be cancelled. Finland, though, has gone.
3: Finland has gone. Tragically, uh, it it, it was essentially... I really
1: want to go to Finland. I've never been to Finland. Finland looks like the Rally's fan... Rally fans, a, rally to Mon- go to. There's
2: a it Monty is. Python song: "Finland, Finland, <laughs> Finland for
3: me." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> sing that, David? Do <laughs> you know that one? No, <laughs> I just about struggled my way through the uh, the opening theme tune of of All Creatures Great and Small. <laughs> I, I suspect Monty Python might be a step too far, but yeah, Finland has gone. It, it's a it, you know a huge tragedy. It is. Uh, it's an annual pilgrimage for for everybody involved in the sport. It's the fastest rally in the world, and. Arguably, you know, it is—it's a spiritual home of, of our sport, and to see that one go, you know, you, you kind of realise this is—it's—it's it's a huge, huge deal for us. Um, it, again, it was born out of the fact that they were two—they're two months away, I think, from from running, and it was all just too close.
0: Yeah, David, G- David can, I, can I throw a question in? Can I throw a question? In? George, George said he was being the harbinger of doom. Uh, I, I think I'm. I think I'm under. Isn't it harbinger? harbinger. Is that harbinger? Know. What is it? What, harbinger, oh, right. harbinger, harbinger. I'd say
1: harbinger. But well, you, yeah, sorry,
0: I apologies. So, you so, say tomato. I'll say harbinger. <laughs> don't uh, it? You know, do we have to start worrying yet? Discussing, debating about next year's calendar. Yes. Do we have to start worrying about events running next year? Yes, of course we know. do. Of course we do, oh, because yeah, that's a disaster. There, there,
3: well, there are, you know, there are events that are financially sound. Finland is commercially one of the strongest rallies, I would say. You know, it has a great business model for selling tickets. We've all, you know, apart from lease, we've all seen it, and it works. Um, not all events. <laughs> not Sorry, yeah, but, Lisa. But, but David, no,
0: not, David. Not... You... Hang on, but you, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 David. David, you say that you know that they, they do have a sound business model that relies on ticket sales. You know, twelve months from now, are we going to be in you know such a a good position that they can sell however many tickets they want to sell, or do you think there'll be restrictions in place? I'm sure there still will be
3: in twelve without, months' time. Without getting into the global economics of this, and my feeling is that we. George is quite right. You know, the world is in billions and gazillions and trillions of pounds worth of debt right now, and we will have to pay that money back. We will. You know, the taxpayer will be footing the bill for that. But the government cannot sting the entire population immediately because it needs to stimulate growth in the economy. So they can't put income tax up. They can't put VAT up. I wouldn't have thought, you know, around the world, we need the next two or three years to get some prosperity back, to get stuff moving again. Therefore... I would have thought in 12 months' time we will still be in that process of rebuilding economies, um, yeah. and people will still have a level of disposable income. That's not I, to say we're not going to have global redundancies and global unemployment, which it, it's a very very difficult question.
0: But, Finland, but David. Sorry, mate. But, but sorry, David. But but I, I agree with what you're saying there. I think you're absolutely right. My point, and I made it very badly, was: Do we actually think that in 12 months' time? That they will be licensed by the whatever it is the uvascular authorities, the Finnish authorities, to put on an event with a 100, 150,000 people descending on uvascular. That, that's my point. Actually, I, you know, You're talking
3: you can... from a from a from a uh, a coronavirus a perspective. Control, will the will virus a control, still be exactly? exactly. Right, who knows, Col, you well, know? yeah, Colin? You know, Colin. Colin, just if you just uh, go by
2: by previous epidemics, we've got Spanish we've got, flu. We've got three. We've got three. Go back to Spanish flu. I think you had bubonic, uh, Black Death <laughs> before that and there was another there was a nasty one in in between those ones back in the in just the pre-industrial times they've all gone you know they've all come and gone and, and and in broad terms let's get moved back yeah. to talking about Finland not, I think that the world will sort itself out remarkably quickly just a question of finances I want your memories finances. of Finland right ah. so I can't go to Finland this
1: year but and I you know I've, I've been at the other end in a studio, in a in a box in London, you know, with the radio station, listening to everybody else, having a fabulous time. And the stories I've heard tell of Finland and the photographs as well. And I have to remind anyone who is listening to this podcast to go to Dirtfish.com and uh, make sure you have a marvellous look at all the McLean photos that we now have access to as well mm-hmm. because it is that series of photographs of Evgeny Novikov um, going... A little bit too fast over a, 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 a jump, which wasn't even a very big jump, I understand. But it's those series of photographs, and I think there's about six of them in the shot, where the car's taking off, and about the third photograph in, the brakes come on, but he's still about twenty feet off the ground, so the brakes aren't really doing much. But but it's the Finland, just kind of, that sums up Finland for me. It's so fast and dramatic, mm. and oh no, I'm going too quick.
2: Uh- well, it that? was it was a big jump, Lisa, but uh, but it was it shouldn't have been, as you could <laughs> see from Novikov, he didn't quite make, he couldn't didn't quite break uh, into orbit, but he can't have been far away from it.
0: No, but I, he, I, my, my, sorry, David, go ahead. No, just that jump in
3: Liustu. This it was. It, it's what Finland's all about, George, isn't it? Because you would drive down a bit of road, and you would yeah. think, yeah, that's flat. And it's only experience and knowledge and now that tells you, yeah, you can take it flat because the road over there is is beyond the jump is straight and it's flat. But the nature of that jump, the topography, if you like, of that jump will send the car in a very different direction. And yeah. because when he landed, you know, he landed the jump. You know, he landed to jump and carried on. So, therefore, you know, it was a landable jump. But it's just Finland can pull you in and give you this confidence and it will always bite you, won't it?
2: Yeah, I remember taking my Group N car to Finland in 1988 and uh, going across a particular series of three jumps. And, and you know, we'd made pace notes. We'd be, this was the shakedown of the car. We'd gone out in the evening and just drove down this bit of road to see what the car felt like very very quickly and and sort of approximately it wasn't a proper shakedown test, but at that time you could <laughs> uh, you could use the roads legally as long as you obeyed the speed limits and it was a hundred kph limit on that road as I recall, yeah. um so I, I wasn't breaking any rules or anything but we went went down the road and we we just had a quick spin down at not very fast and the car didn't jump at all, and thinking okay you know the, the, we've seen rally cars place I'd sp I'd I'd seen many times on on uh, on the uh, on the films, you know, it's that uh, the end of Ruimaki, I think it is, where all
3: the jumps are the roller bits. They just the rolled, roll, the, didn't
2: ro- The roller bits. So mm-hmm. we went across. The, so we 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 went across. It, I think maybe one hundred and ten kph, sixty-five miles an hour, something like that. Nothing mm-hmm. happened. The car didn't even feel like it was going to lift. Okay, we'll go a little bit faster. Went up to seventy. Nothing at all. Seventy-five. Just about smashed the car to pieces. Really? <laughs> so literally seventy miles an hour. There was nothing. At That's seventy-five remarkable. miles an hour, the first jump was 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 crazy. I had to keep the power in to get to get lined up for the next one. We probably just exactly the same speed, and we knew that it was worse. Where am I going to go here? <laughs> mm. We landed in. We we pretty well landed into the next jump. Um, on that landing, it was very very painful, and and then I I, I managed to lose a little bit of speed, but probably that was just the impact of the landing that lost it. Third one was okay, wow. but crikey! I mean that, that was. A big check out on the car.
0: Where did you crash that year on the rally? Because there is video (coughs) footage of you crashing somewhere on the rally. Was it that year?
2: There is. I think it was on about stage 22 or 23, Sierra. It was across near Lati, one of the stages just about as far away from rally base as you can get when I finally retired. We just slipped backwards off the road at quite a high speed. (laughs) Uh, But we'd rolled two stages prior to that. uh, A nice quick roll, actually. Didn't really lose much time um the car the car didn't end up back on its wheels it was on its side i jumped out pushed it back onto the onto the road with one spectator got back in and drove to the a few hundred meters to the to the stop line we how... didn't even lose a minute it was it was quite good but, here's a but question again, for you george was... go, ahead, go ahead.
3: how how do you then you've just rolled the car twice and you've pushed it yeah. back onto the wheels you get back in and, you you know, the adrenaline's flowing, you drive the car to the end of the stage, but then you've got a couple of minutes to just sit back and think, I've just been upside down twice in a car, <laughs> and now I'm going to start yeah. another stage and risk doing the same again. How do you put that to the back of your mind?
2: It's not a problem. It's not a problem. You can yeah, feel what the car's doing. You can, uh, we had a broken gearbox mount. I was aware of that. Um, so it, it made the car a little bit, uh, you had to be a little bit careful accelerating out of <laughs> slow corners.
3: And it was a wee No, bit no, no. no I'm and not know, talking about the mechanics modern. of the thing, George. Uh, not the mechanics of the thing. Just the essentially the balls to drop uh, the clutch. I don't know. It doesn't even again.
2: enter into it. That, that year, I, it? I, got, uh, I, I had a dreadful start to that rally. We had the wrong. We'd been given a tyre deal with Pirelli and they gave me really, really hard tyres, which I'd sort of protested about quietly, but I was getting them for free. So I didn't say too much. We had no traction on the first day at all. And we were languishing down about 6th or 7th in Group N, about a minute, minute and a half off the lead, maybe even further. And then on the second day, we got given the good tyres because a number of the Fords had retired and we were getting their tyres. So so I managed to pick up the soft tyres and all of a sudden we just lit the place up and you could do anything with that car from from slipping and sliding around with no traction to all of a sudden having this fabulous traction and I could really start to play with the car and I probably got a bit exuberant throughout that second day i was probably quite lucky to survive to to stage 22 when <laughs> I, when I look back because I really was hanging it out big time but it, I, but we got we got I think we got either one or two fastest equal types that was with Tommy and his in his in his, uh, in his group n Lancia on one of them and I think the other one was with Kjosti Hamelainen, a former event winner back in the mm. 80s he was driving the same car as me and um, well. I managed to get an equal fastest time with him and we're trading with him all day we're very very close all day until the point at which I what was my pace note, something like easy left to crest, easy right and it should have been easy right over crest or maybe easy right maybe over crest, maybe even medium right maybe over crest anyway i came across the crest not quite pointing the right way and by the time the, the weight came back at the car we were well out of the line but fortunately there was a big logging
3: area that had been cleared i i've said this um i'm not sure if i've ta- I, i've mentioned this one before george but just to cut back to to what i was talking about when in Cyprus, a few, a few years ago in Cyprus, when Marco rolled in, when it, were, it were 2 or something like that, and he rolled towards the end of the stage, same stage that McRae rolled on, uh, and waiting at the stop line. And Marco comes in, and the car is in bits. Uh, and, you know, just, just about managed to open the door, and he gives a brief explanation of what's happened, totally matter-of-fact, as Marco Martin always is. And then just as he was putting it into first to pull away, he said, oh, yeah, and then it caught fire. And there'd, been, and there'd been a fire in the cockpit. And, there's, you know, so much of his mind and headspace was taken up with, what have I got to do, get to the next stage, this, 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 this. That's this. all
2: you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. and That's it didn't even enter his head. That's all you think about, yeah.
3: to, And then on the onboard showed it was, you know, it wasn't a small fire. It was actually quite a big thing. And it, yeah. I find that, and I think, colonel you've seen this, you know, you, you oh. see that glazed look in driver's eyes when they get to the end of a stage, especially in Finland.
0: Well, particularly in <laughs> Finland. But it's, it, it is it is remarkable, David, that, you know, yeah, there are one or two drivers that get quite excitable with what's going on at stage ends. But the majority of drivers, it is cool, calm, just calculating and just working out what's happened, what's gone on onto the next stage, deal with it. And it doesn't mm. matter whether it was a roll, a spin, a fire. Mm. And we've seen a few fires before in cars that drivers have had to deal with. Uh, you know, Solberg, that time Solberg had to... Um, reattach his steering wheel and, and still won the stage. I think it was on the, was the box stage in, in Greece, I think mm. it was, wasn't it? Uh, you know, it, it is quite remarkable, George, but as you say, it is, I suppose, because you are so focused on everything else is, that's going especially on. Especially
2: in Finland. You know, that glazed look on the driver's faces. I remember always hearing about the fact people said you had to think three or four corners ahead on the pace notes mm. uh, because that's, you know, if you make a mistake now, you'll pay in three corners time that might be 4 or 500 meters away maybe even mm. further and it's absolutely true i had the the very strange experience of driving um one stage without um pace notes um the pace notes had been um, um, there was a there was a mishap with them shall we say
0: you in, left anyway. them in the hotel someone left I'd... them in the hotel <laughs> did the dog eat them or were they on the top of the car something happened tell the story
2: no 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 absolutely not it was it was um we knew we 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 we, we hit the start of that stage we knew there was no 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 pace notes my co-driver had the most terrifying ride for for 48 kilometers right by the sound of it 48 kilometers it was no not at all he's a fabulous co-driver um and um uh, he he had he had to look out the window she terrified the crap out of them. But I had, I had, at that time, I had an incredible capacity for memorising a road. So that particular stage had been over four times. But I do recall being really, really disappointed because I felt I should have been, you know, a minute slower than I normally would have been. And I was only about, I only lost about 25 seconds. I'm thinking that, that means that I'm not good enough on my notes. That was my one thought. Having And I remember that car literally on some places on that road thinking, now this is the fast bit. It keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going. Just keep the car in, keep it in, keep it in, keep it in the repeating right handers with a, an arm co cool on the inside. And then when the road dips away, you've got to dip the nose to the left before you get to it. So as you see the road starting to dip away. So, so all my senses were straining out, looking for the road dropping away. When I saw the road dropping away, I knew, and I was we were at the top end of fourth gear in that car. i would be way up at 120 miles an hour. And I remember you had to dip the car to the left before you came across that crest. Because if you went across the crest with it, without it going that way, you were gone. And you were gone big, big, big time.
0: George, it was quite, can quite I tell you? Though, time, but it was fine. Can fabulous. I tell you? You yes. mentioned your co driver was terrified. Uh, you know, anyone that knows me knows I'm a bit of a coward. But I, I, you know, I can genuinely say, I've really not. If someone said you'll describe a situation where you felt genuine terror, genuine terror, <laughs> it's quite difficult. Quite difficult. It's ten think, times a
2: day for you, Colin. Isn't
1: well,
0: well, <laughs> no. The, the most genuine was this terror, in Australia, by any chance? No, no, no. The most genuine terror was in Finland with Hayden Padden. and <laughs> and it 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 took me by surprise because I knew that it was going to be a little bit dodgy because I'd been spectating on the stage and I'd seen him flying along. I've got photographs of him was nearly. This the late. test I mean, day, Colin? He, the yeah. test day? No, no, no. This is the Monday after the rally. So it's in the All world right. rally car. And I wasn't expecting to go in the car that day. Uh, I'd had a crash the year before in Australia. said I'd never get into a car again. <laughs> got offered the opportunity to get into the car with Hayden and I thought, oh, he's, he's perfectly safe uh, and I'll never get this chance again. So got into the car. I um, thought, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Three, two, one. I can't do this, I can't do it and I closed my eyes and I screamed in terror, in absolute terror, I was punching him at one point, I opened my eyes for a split second and he was laughing and pointing at me and I told him to get his king hands back on the <laughs> steering wheel um, and we got to the end of the stage, 4K's down, he got onto the handbrake to spin it round and bring it back and I just yelled at him, stop, stop, stop and he went, alright Carl, take it a bit easier, no you won't take it a bit easier. You will drive at forty kilometres an hour back to the service area, <laughs> and, and we got back to the service Doesn't area. Does that break now, But here's the thing. Yeah, probably. But here's the thing. It was the only run of the day that the onboard didn't work on because it would have been mighty entertaining. There are pictures of me in tears, sitting <laughs> in the car at the service area. It, it you know, it, it was genuinely, completely, and utterly. Terrifying. Completed, I think the trouble, utterly terrifying.
3: The trouble is, Colt. I'll take your Hayden Padden and raise you a, a Yako Nakara in a tatty old Mitsubishi Lancer. Oh, no! Uh, thank that's you. That's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. What a fabulous driver! <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't even remember the year. I think it was the year of Pirelli Star Driver. So what was that, 09 or '10 or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: And whoever was looking after Yarko, again, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he he offered to take a couple Ooh. of us.
0: A, cu- a couple on, of sorry. us
3: out to um to Yako's house, uh, which was way north of Ivascular on the what would have been the Wednesday evening. So off we go and there's there's basically there's this manky old Mitsubishi there. Which is just about in Group N spec, but with a couple of holes in the floor. Was and... that the green? Was that the green one? No, it was a red. Uh, there might have been a green panel on it, but I think it was mostly red. <laughs> um, and and there there it was, just sit, sitting, waiting uh, to go at the uh, at the start. And all they'd done in Yarkos village, they had essentially put a couple of cars out uh, and knocked on a few doors with the locals in the village to say Yarkos doing his thing again tonight. And and away we went. And oh, oh no my way. god, it was unbelievable <laughs> because. George, Colin and I have no concept of where the of what the road is in Finland. And, you know, we would come to a, a, like a K left or something, and you'd expect the car to be way out on the right. But you would never mm. expect Yako to or any driver to essentially use the the jump to to totally change the kind of position of the car where it yeah. lands and and this yeah. is the thing you know we'd we gone slowly over this first bit and you think ah oh, yeah you can't go there because there's that and then the next minute you're flying over the top of that because he knows yeah. over the top there it's fine to land and yeah. that was the thing with notes is yeah. in Finland it's way more about describing a corner or anything like that it's about describing mm-hmm. where you have the car before the jump so you you're going to land it in that place over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, it was mind-blowing. But what a thoroughly lovely bloke. And I did... Yeah. Run, I, I, we are
1: running out of time. I'm just just, I've just got, say,
3: just got to say, I, this is definitely a story for another day. But Yarko's father, he was brilliant. I think it was like a paper mill that they that they had as a family business. And um, Yarko's father really got into this. And he sort of welcomed us all into his house. There's like four or five of us. Lovely, such a lovely bloke. Uh, and then Yarko's father decided to take us into Yarko's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I see. And, and I said to Yarko later, we've seen your bedroom. And he said, you all have seen stack of playboys. And laughed quite <laughs> nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure which one of us was the most nervous at that point. But as I say, story for another time.
1: We are running we are, out of time, Colin, and we've got something oh. we do have to just tack on the end because yeah. you've teased us. You've mentioned... Rally Dirtfish.
3: Rally (laughs) Dirtfish. Yes. Tell us more. Hashtag
1: Dirtfish Rally if you want to know more about Rally Dirtfish.
3: It is August the 7th and 8th. That is the absolute date that you need to keep at the forefront of your mind. It would have been the date for Rally Finland. It is now the date for Rally Dirtfish. Um, and the event is running out of a 130 kilometers. Um, in which country? In Estonia. I don't know. Sorry, yep. sorry. Yeah, that's okay. quite a crucial point, isn't it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Estonia. Uh, and yes, you know, big, big plans for for Dirtfish uh, on the event, and we will obviously. Uh, roll out some of those plans uh, as soon as possible but yeah it's it's a great it's a big event we can't really talk too much about it there are very specific uh, issues that we face or the organizers face with coronavirus all of which are tackling are being tackled and you know tackled in such a way organizers you know we talk about people like Andrew Kellett you know these people have an unbelievable ability to think in a way that we would never think of dealing with yeah. stuff um and yeah. it's you know it's a real a genuine privilege to 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 watch these guys at work uh, so yeah we'll be talking a lot more about that maybe maybe next time lise
1: yeah, so anybody who's missing their rally hit, there is something coming up on the horizon, might be far and distant, but that old rally engine sound might not be too far away well
3: we shouldn't we shouldn't forget we have already heard it briefly on on sunday afternoon mm-hmm. with with rally sweden lockdown won by uh, by oliver solberg with his mum calling the notes uh so that was oh, very entertaining but and you know really weird did, you, did anybody watch that
0: i did nope. i watched it, it was, was it was, no. uh, it was bizarre it, yeah, was it was weird bizarre.
3: wasn't it to see it bizarre. Torsby yeah. sprint stage in the summer
0: how very odd wow in the summer, it was a Scottish summer, it was piddling my rain, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it? was Yeah, yes. but you're right, you're right. And but my goodness me, there was there were uh you know some very decent drivers, some very decent cars, and all going for it. There was a corner towards the start that was pretty fast right, wasn't it? And mm. oh dearie me. Yeah. Uh one or two came very close to but it's, the it, trouble there. It was good good to see.
3: It's odd oh, to, see, back to see that odd to see Torsby in the Scottish summer, but it would be fabulous to see Evascular in a very much a finished winter. That's one thing i oh. would genuinely... I've been there
2: i I've been there many, many times and I have to tell you I have actually been there one winter when there was hardly any snow.
0: Oh really? Oh. No, I, I want I want to see it can happen I want, to see, it can happen I want to see too. Sweden in full summer and mm. I want to see you in full winter. Well mm. you always I had
2: I the to. South Swedish rally in summer. And you've oh. got the Arctic Rally in winter, so you oh, can, yeah. it's, it's all there for
0: That's you, Colin. Not, yeah, it's not Evasca and vascular tours, it? But I, I get what you're no. saying, George. It's almost yeah, good enough. Yeah,
2: it's, it's more or less there. You'd like you'd um, like to wear
3: a coat into your awful Chinese restaurant in Evascular, wouldn't you, Colin? There's not awful, in fairness. Sorry, I, I, David sorry. Evans,
0: you are so David Evans. David <laughs> Evans, you so will not be able to
3: go back to, to Finland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, uh, David, so Actually, the food and is this... very nice. I take no, it all back. No, no, David, you're, you're, you're not coming David. again.
0: It's not George, we just leave him behind next time. Again, he, he can go be away for two hours for a cardboard beef burger and pay <laughs> children, 40 euros children. for it. David, you go. I, I, that's awful. That's awful. Sorry, mate. I'm a fairly
2: fine Chinese. fabulous people. Privileged to have been introduced to it. Those lovely people will
3: bad. be listening, so I am very sorry. I look forward to that glass of water with my chicken chow mein next year. Thank you. I
2: think you're going to be refused entry <laughs> next time around. <laughs> we'll make sure of it, Lisa. We will make sure. It is. Of it. It is oh, but listen,
0: but very quickly, very quickly. That restaurant. It's famous for lots of things. I mean, lots of really good conversations there. But it is the site of the biggest argument, or the second biggest argument <laughs> that George and I have ever had. <laughs> it was explosive in front of all these American friends. It was very, very entertaining. <laughs> uh, we'll save that for another day, though, because I've got a school <laughs> run, the boys and girls.
1: You have. <laughs> you have been listening to Spin the Rally Pods here on Dirtfish.com. Make sure you subscri- subscribe Subscribe <laughs> and then it- <laughs> Lisa,
3: a drink or two? take take more water with it, at least. <laughs>
1: Make sure you subscribe, and the next episode will drop into your podcast provider. And I have to say, lads, it's been an absolute joy listening to your stories yeah.
2: once again. But it's maybe want to go to Finland even more. But thank yeah. you, guys. Thanks, but Lisa. Lisa, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. We'll do the next one before 10 o'clock next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In lockdown, that's 11 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Lisa. Bye bye.
3: Goodbye, Lisa. bye.
2: Thank you.